0: Here's Gourlami. Hey guys, and welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. This is Kenny. This is Ian. And this
1: is Paul Damien.
0: I wanted to do it so bad. Paul <laughs> well, Damon stacked up those
2: stupid fucking, what do they call wind guards on his fucking microphone.
0: Freaking fool. Um, but, but here we are. Yeah, we're I finishing p- it. Finishing off Kingmas. Yeah. And we have a very special guest. We have Stephen King himself. Yep. Here I, to talk about Dreamcatcher. I, I found the pop at Walmart. Good uh-huh. job, Funko. Yeah. Product placed perfectly in front of me to get a sale. So we got old Stephen here to... Hang out with us for his final episode. Man, we did a whole month for you, bud. I hope you would enjoyed it. Steven,
2: do you, do you have anything you want to say? Good job. Great job. <laughs> I can do everything you just did with my soundboard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I did it faster. You say how long it took you?
2: Yeah, well, I was putting Stephen King back down. Well, exactly.
1: Um, yeah, this week we're talking about
2: Shawshank, the redemption. Uh, that would be what it would be called if it were to be rebooted. <laughs> Shawshank: The Redemption.
1: Dude, I was just like talking to Amber about that, mm-hmm. and I don't. I would hate for them to do that to like remake this, yeah. like an action film. <laughs> <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. No, I would. Yeah. I'd watch. I'd watch that, but I wouldn't watch a remake of this film. Yeah, based um, on the
0: novella Reed Hayworth. Yes, and the Shawshank Redemption. So I'm. I think I don't even think it's the. I think it's just Rita Hayworth, Hayworth and, and Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. You're right. Interesting.
2: Um, but yeah, I did listen to the audiobook. Other. You did.
0: Yeah. I did not. I thought about it and then I just didn't do it this week. Oh, so okay. we trade. We seem to trade off in that yeah. mentality. How um, was it? Yeah. It was
2: fine. It was. It was this, but just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I think what I want to do is I want to talk about the differences at the end. of this. Yeah. No, that's okay. fine. Because yeah. I want to talk about this because boy howdy, hold your load. boy howdy. Oh, you're going to make me, you're going to make it. me, you're going to make me edge over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not going to be able to yeah. bust this load. All right, fine.
1: You guys need to <laughs> chill the fuck out. <laughs> you need to chill the fuck out.
2: <laughs> this is uh, right. Frank Darabont's big, 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 uh, most known,
0: big bombastic. It's not even bombastic. It's yeah. just a... Uh, It's big. It's as classic as a classic can get. You Mm -hmm. know, it's Mm -hmm. next to Casablanca. You know what I mean? But you like you said, IMDb number one. So I mean, that's and I think that's
2: that's most consistently highly rated amongst the millions that have rated it. Absolutely, because like there could be like a student project that gets five stars and that would be technically the highest rated, but it only one person rated it.
0: It's both masses and uh, the level of yeah rating that they've given it so i mean that's that's a that's a big trophy to hold you know or a big mm-hmm. place to hold so i had i think we all kind of had high expectations for this movie in a sense of like um you know even coming off of green mile being the start of all of this and right. being a frank darabont right. movie and being so amazing as it was i was like god it's got it's gonna beat green mile you know so yeah. and i mean I really did love this movie. Hold that load. I did really love this movie. I mean, we usually start off on the top, you know, and I will just say that there was I there was plenty about this movie I absolutely enjoyed and thought was fantastic. Does it deserve that space? I know know one point higher. Yeah, we'll talk about it.
2: So. Um This every time I visit this movie on my IMDb mm-hmm. app, it asks me to rate it, almost like, yeah. hey, hey, you want to consistently? It's, it's, it's trying to keep its position.
3: Yeah. yeah it's
2: <laughs>
1: Did you watch it now? Did you yeah. finally watch
2: it? It was like, have you watched the Shawshank Redemption? And it's just like, I can't click away. as the big like yeah. empty ten stars there. It's like, you want to rate it? And it's just the warden fucker, standing in I front have- of you. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I have to close the app in order to fucking keep browsing. It's like,
1: okay, but watch it and come back. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, let's let's talk about it. They, this care, is, this they is, care more about you rating this movie than their own app. Yeah. I
2: believe that wholeheartedly. Um, uh, Frank Darabont, uh, starring Tim Robbins, Morgan Freeman, uh, Willem Sadler comes back. Well, this is his like first journey with mm-hmm. Frank Darabont in mm. his consistent three film uh, reach. relationship. <laughs> I don't know if Brian Libby was also in. The Green Mile. He might have been, but he's also in the Mist. Uh, they're the bottom names because I had oh, okay. Brian Libby, who plays Floyd, and Jeffrey Demunn, who plays the DA that convicts Andy. Mm-hmm, right. Um, they're in. Well, at least Brian Libby is in the Mist. Uh, Jeffrey Demunn's in the Mist. Jeffrey Demunn is also in the Green Mile. So it's it's almost like a secret trilogy. Yeah, a secret Frank Darabont. Munn trilogy and Willem Sadler and where Stephen they, King and Stephen <laughs> King where they all three are in it's this, this weird like relationship together yeah. yeah um
0: there is
2: this is also a prison movie like the Green Mile
1: much Green. different prison movie and
0: that's what movie. I wanted to kind of right. even talk on okay. if we want to get in that which is it's so interesting to me that Stephen King obviously had these two super opposing ideas that he wanted to play with which is Spending the last the rest of your life in prison, but one of them being in on death row, and one of them being a l- double life sentence. Which is like, what is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. What is two back to back life Whoa. sentences? That's I know, but it's silly. You know, yeah, when you yeah. hear it out loud, it's like, what does that really mean? You just why can't you just say it once and that mean what it sounds like? Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's they're obviously ideas that he had thought a it's lot a, it's on a and, power rating. the yeah. double life sentence. Um, <laughs> and I think this one makes a lot more sense that it wouldn't have any of the more mystical elements we would get in a Stephen King story present in it because, you know, where being on death row is something more, I, I don't know, mentally symbolic. I feel like the the ideology of living your life inside of a confined space is such a more, you know, long-term thing to have to play out and you right. can't you couldn't have some crazy element veering over it the entire time. Right. Time is the Presence, you know, is the shining and yeah, yeah, in Shawshank Redemption. For if you sure. really think about it,
2: um, but this this tale also paints Andy in a very kind of mystical way, mm-hmm.
0: where an innocent man too. I guess that's the other important part. That's of it. A man convicted of a crime he has not committed. Spoilers. That we
2: well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> and, it kind of doesn't tell you outright until you know, until another. Until it does, yeah. 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 Um, but. The way Red looks and and thinks to Andy, it, he is like otherworldly. He mm-hmm. he refuses to allow himself to become institutionalized. He refuses to give up hope. Right. Well, not only that, he refuses to um, like be broken. You know, yeah, and- yeah, for sure. And it, and it's 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 really cool to see how Andy just kind of floats through the story. Mm even though, like, turmoil is at every corner, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I love the characters in this this movie.
0: And the casting for them, you know? I thought all of, even small characters had incredible casting throughout this entire yeah. film, and everybody turned their acting chops up to, like, 15. You know, they'd say everyone knew how seriously they wanted to take this story they were telling, and they all did it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Tim Robbins isn't anyone who has, like, an extravagant career to, you know, talk about, Personally, you know, but I I wouldn't have really wanted anybody else as our yeah. lead in this movie. I think having not Tom Cruise, you know, or leading Tom Hanks. Yeah, or Tom Hanks leading, you know, the front was is a good thing for this film because it it contains it in that way. You know, yeah. Morgan Freeman is obviously a powerhouse, but I feel like this was probably one of his more powerhouse films. You know, this yeah. is on like the higher end versus him, you know, being God and joking off with Jim Carrey this is you know <laughs> yeah. this is the true Morgan Freeman you know that people you know it's why he became a household name you know so I think performances like we saw here and in like seven you know yeah where he sure. really takes it more seriously
3: um
2: the there is times where we see red is his name Morgan Freeman's character or uh, his nickname mm-hmm. Uh we see him like getting rejected mm-hmm. for parole and stuff like that the young Morgan Freeman photos that are in those uh, mm. Documents are his son. Oh, really? Yeah, that's those are, cool. Those are photos of his son, and I thought that that was pretty fucking cool. Good touches. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's a running theme in this in this movie is that no one gets out.
1: Yeah. Every ten years, you're up for parole, and they deny you. Like somebody even said in the beginning of the movie, he's like, "Oh, I got denied last week. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: my denial's next week. Yeah." You know?
1: yeah. <laughs> um. I actually, I've seen a lot of stuff for this movie, surprisingly, without knowing it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, of and, course, you saw the Family Guy episode. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, but I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> oh, you okay. know, I didn't, you know, I, don't, I didn't really think about it. Mm. Um, cause, But this movie's always been in the back of my mind, something I wanted to watch. And I didn't expect it to be this good. Yeah. Like, uh, I really enjoyed it. It yeah. was awesome.
2: No, this movie is
1: pretty fucking good
2: um the it 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 is completely different than green mile like to go back to but it's more green mile than the mist is which is incredible because what frank darabont likes to do with these movies seemingly except for with the mist is build like acts of kindness and camaraderie between humans like the the Mm. whole scene where Like Andy goes out of his way to do the fucking Captain Hadley's like transfer of funds to be a gift. And so the IRS doesn't touch it. And the rooftop scene where he
0: basically puts his life at risk just to maybe get some beers for some guys. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Like the fact that he's like, all I want in payment is three beers for each of my coworkers. And I was like, holy shit. Like this is obviously what Frank Darabont loves to do is like get that it's not bromance because it it could be any humans, Mm -hmm. but just have those moments of just like, like it's almost like losing humanity. (laughs) Yeah. No, but like the scene just shoot, you see it and they're on the rooftop and it's this beautiful morning Mm -hmm. and they're all just drinking these cold beers and it's like, Oh yeah, that's the moment you're going to remember for the rest of your life. That's one of the 20 25 moments that you're going to be remembering on your deathbed, you know. Yeah. And he Frank Darabont loves to find those, yeah, you know, within absolutely. the green mile within this movie. And maybe with the mist but on the opposite. Yeah. End, <laughs> the know? most horrifying last things you'll think about. <laughs> exactly. Um I it's it's stuff like that within this movie that is like
1: fuck. Yeah. This movie is actually filled with those moments mm-hmm. as well. So I think that's what shines even more. Yeah.
0: Because you know? going back to hope, it's like finding hope in a essentially hopeless place full mm-hmm. f- filled with hope- hopeless people. You know, people who have completely given up and are straight up telling you, why the hell do you care? Give up. You know, yeah. we're stuck in here till we die, you know, but finding beauty within that and finding friendship within that would be something that would take you're right, kind of like an, an an almost an existential power to overcome, especially when dealing with things like the sisters and yeah. you know you know knowing you're innocent of the crime, your wife being dead now, you know there's so much that he his character would be going through very early on in this, and to stand strong like a stone is incredible. I like I love that they're all betting on who's going to break first yeah. <laughs> when they first show mm. up there, and you know I hate to think that I'd literally be the one everyone would be betting on because I'd probably be kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to be here i would do
2: everything in my power to be With more tough like andy not and not so tough but just like content like unaffected you know and that's how he kind of like mm-hmm. like floats through this movie other than when he's being confronted by boggs and and the rest of the sisters which requires a fight you know yeah
0: because he's not just gonna let that shit happen to you you know yeah
2: um the the opening scene is Different. It it breaks rules that the story, the the short novella has, which is it allows us to get in with Andy, where he's sitting there contemplating, and, oh, and he's yeah. drunk, oh, and yeah. he's he's looking at the bullets he has, he's loading his handgun, and
0: the book is all from Red's point of view,
2: yeah, correct? The, yeah, the book literally paints Andy as mystical every time not ever saying that but with the way red describes him it, mm-hmm. it doesn't say like he's like a magic man he's just like <laughs> the way he describes him is like whoa this andy guy must be otherworldly yeah. you know and so that that kind of did bother me about this movie was mm-hmm. then we were able to allow
0: andy to be human you know
2: wholly in that moment
0: where he's like you know, contemplating yeah, and drunk and make it's like you don't want to get caught. Don't drop a bunch of bullets on the ground, <laughs> or you don't know, get blamed for the thing. And then a whole bottle of whiskey you were just drinking, you know. Yeah, you, you dungus. I thought you're a smart guy, dungus.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but a- after that scene, we see him like being on. He's on trial, mm-hmm. and it always goes back to that idea of like, how would an innocent man talk, like? When he's being, you know, mm. uh,
0: without in- trying to sound blatantly guilty, innocent, you know, we're like, I can't
2: do it. You know, well, that's the thing. So like a lot of psychiatrists or like a lot of psych doctors mm-hmm. look at that and they're like, a lot of the time that's because they are innocent. Yeah. like, they are oh, really? so desperate mm-hmm. to convey it that they're crying. They're freaking out. They're like, how could this possibly be happening? You know? And it's almost always the opposite whenever someone's calm and cool collected where it's like. I don't know, man. That's the sociopath. Like you tell me. Yeah. yeah. Who and, just doesn't
0: even care. Yeah. Exactly.
2: And so it's it's crazy to think about that because you're like how how cuz Andy's obviously innocent. And you when you're going into something like this, imagine mm-hmm. you being convicted for something like this. You would want to act like Andy. You would want to be like, "Hey, I I wish you guys found
0: the like gun. rational because
2: yeah. then it would not convict you, I actually, you that all
0: I, the rounds are still in the gun. I know? love that exchange of dialogue where he's like, isn't it quite convenient? The gun hasn't shown up. And he's like, no, I want to be found innocent. So yeah. it's pretty inconvenient. The gun isn't around <laughs> right now. <laughs> And so, like, you want to believe
2: that that's how you would want to act mm-hmm, right. on the stand, but Calm if you, and rational. if you are truly innocent, you are going to be a little bit unhinged, where you're like, "You gotta fucking listen to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't do it. There's I was no... eating a burrito in my
1: apartment. <laughs> <laughs> you can still find it in the trash, can, you know, like <laughs> carbon dated, carbon dated. <laughs> I never finish a meal. It's in there. <laughs> God
2: damn it." uh but yeah no i mean it's 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 interesting to see this man andy where it's almost like what what
0: is it with him Mm -hmm. you know um no they do a good job of making you unsure you know i i I, I always believed he didn't do it you know what Mm -hmm. i mean from the instant but they do a fantastic job of making it not totally obvious and honestly giving him a motive that would make it in a drunken stupor a practical or rational thing that would probably happen, especially in the time that yeah. this is going on. You know what I mean? So shit sure, like that would happen all the time. I didn't realize there was golf pros in the forties. <laughs> like who the fuck is yeah, a pro, pro golfer in the forties? You know? Golf is like so fucking old. they had I to man. But dang, the world war, Freaking two just ended, and guy's <laughs> down here playing golf? What the hell? I know, Yeah, right? I
1: mean, World War Two saved the American economy, so I can sure. imagine they, there oh, would be yeah. people
2: playing yeah. golf. That's when it's in yeah. the height of its uh, uh, rich people just loving golf. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, wait, can you guys imagine playing golf?
1: I would love to play golf. I actually, right. actually. really do enjoy playing golf. I'm not good at it, but I, <laughs> I enjoy it. It's it's nice. Yeah,
0: we can go top yeah. golf. If you let's want. do top
1: golf. I can't do it right now because
0: my wrist is messed up. But let's go we play top golf. We should do for an episode. We should top golf but insist on being at the bottom. <laughs> we should go get. Like, We're those... bottom golfers. We don't... <laughs> we can get um, clip
1: mics
2: oh. on our shirt. <laughs> Imagine if we really tried to record a podcast doing go- <laughs> top <laughs> golf.
1: Top golf. It probably wouldn't out. be that bad. <laughs>
0: We'd have to do three I just indi- coughed indi- on your bottom. We'd have to do three individual audios and clip them together. Right? Yeah, yeah. for sure
2: um that's that's a funny idea i would love to do that even it if it's like a, a 15 word. minute like segment in an episode or something like, oh,
0: i suck yeah. <laughs> four
2: um, <laughs>
1: four five
2: <laughs> but yeah uh it, it i don't remember like what what did i guess andy do to
0: drive his wife away do we ever get that
1: um she was, she was he, unattentive yeah oh okay he so, was
0: just the unattended, or the kind of I don't want to say cold person that he was, but almost like probably indifferent person that we see throughout this movie, who just yeah. kind of like takes life as it is, and maybe never really shows intense emotions or even any kind of passion. Yeah, Ooh, or, yeah sticks like, to himself a lot. Yeah, not intense about anything. You know? you know, this while watching this movie
2: and the fact that it came out in 1994, I was like, damn, what if there was a Fantastic Four movie from 1994? And I was like, Andy Dufresne. Tim Robbins would have been a perfect Reed Richards.
1: Fantastic 1994.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was thinking, I was like, John Goodman would have been a great Ben Grimm. Uh-oh. And then I was like, damn, Will Smith as the human torch. <laughs> I was like, I was like really getting into it. I was like, huh. The only thing is you look up like, oh, best actors from 1994. And it's all men. I couldn't find any really good Meryl women. Streep. Is, well, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, would Meryl Streep be i guess the age in 1994 Uh yeah absolutely i guess so i just i feel like meryl streep is so she was considering
0: she was considering ridley you know in the alien movies in the 80s so she'd have been maybe a little aged out but not too no no she's been about about right for for she could have played the younger role yeah
2: yeah i mean either way i was like huh i was i was trying to scheme it it up in my head.
1: I think I was like Frank Darabont directs <laughs> Winona Ryder
2: yeah I was thinking about Winona Ryder mm-hmm. I was thinking but also the age difference with Tim Robbins yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but then I was
0: also thinking about Demi she did, Moore she did Dracula she had a whole romance with Gary Oldman her like no I think it was Keanu Reeves <laughs> <laughs> tell that to Gary Oldman's character <laughs> in that Drac- uh, tell Drac- that to Dracula <laughs>
2: Um, but yeah. Anyway, I was like, "Huh, Fantastic Four. Uh To go back to our fucking comic book podcast we do no. as well every week. Go check it out. Go check it no. out.
1: We're talking about Shawshank. Yes, Shawshank Redemption. It's a good movie.
2: Uh, no, I mean, talk. <laughs> let's let's talk about some of you guys' favorite parts. What? What? Someone brings something up.
0: All right. Well, if we want to talk favorite parts, then we'll just talk about uh, the part that fucked me up the most, which is the whole Brooks head. Oh my god! Part, you know what I mean, yeah. and and let's, talking about Brooks as a character because you talked on nobody getting out, and that's yeah. unfortunately not the reality of Shawshank prison, mm-hmm. and it's the well, fact that they wait till you're useless before they let you out. And so I loved Brooks from the moment we were introduced to him and the fact that he had the little tiny... We, You know, we get to meet him right at the gate. Yeah, Jake, the The little bird in his pocket. It was a crow, right? And then as soon as we see the full-grown crow pop up and he's like... "Ah!" he's like oh hey jake i was like oh that's a little bird that was yeah. in his pocket um and and i love the even the initial library that we're introduced to which is basically just a closet full of books but you can see that like even in his old and arthritic age he's obviously done the best he can to like like he cares care yeah. for it and yeah do do the best buy it that he always has you, you know, know
1: so i thought his name was yeah, a nickname know. at first and i thought his name was books <laughs> not That'd gonna lie cool. And then and then I was like, oh, there's an R in there. It's Brooks. Brooks got the books. Yeah, yeah that's Brooks just how with the there. books. That's just their yeah. whole thing.
2: That would have been cool if, if Andy hung up a sign, like, at his
0: finished, like, library, just Brooks books. <laughs> <laughs> but, literally, um, but literally from the moment they're yeah, kicking him out, I mean, mm. I was literally just like, I, I kind of went from, like, watching this movie in a comfortable, like, position to kind of be like, God damn it. And, like, sitting up and, like, getting into it. And, I mean, just everything that happens throughout his little story is just so sad. And it. You you get it, you know what I mean? In my opinion, I totally get it. You know that what do you what are you gonna do? You're old, you're useless, you're a convict that's been in prison for fifty years. Yeah. there's yeah. nothing for you since
1: 1902.
0: Yeah, there's yeah, I mean, when he yeah. almost gets hit by the car, and he's talking about how like oh, you yeah, know, I, mean, the, I, I saw, saw a car well, I saw one car one time when yeah. I was a kid, and now I'm literally they're literally everywhere. It's just like it would be. It'd be shocking to the degree yeah. that you would consider murdering someone be, just to get put back in it would, again. It would be shock shank
2: redemption. It'd be the, <laughs> I just, I'm sorry I stepped on you. I had to get that joke out.
0: It's okay. No,
1: it, it that actually <laughs> like made me really sad as well. Just seeing his whole story. Like chills thinking about it. Um, but like my, my cousin's in jail right now and he's going to be in there for like five more years. He's already, he's serving 10 years. um, But like, think about it like it's five dime yeah he served it a dime <laughs> anyways 5 years ago like there's a good amount of stuff that we didn't have that we do today and then 5 years from now we're going to have even more stuff yeah and he's going to come back into society and be kind of confused at first probably um so that that kind of thing like i think about that kind of stuff a lot and even I've, going uh, into a coma yeah like anything Like that where you miss a
0: huge chunk of time. Can you you imagine people who are in comas when Michael Jackson died? (laughs) Like, what? You wake up, you're like, put me back. Put me back (laughs) in the coma. Can you imagine they like went into it right before? Because people probably talked about that for like two months after. And then they came out like right after people stopped giving a shit. So they went like years without even knowing. Like just thinking Michael's still out there. That had to happen. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) shut up sure <laughs>
2: no i'm i no, i'm i'm sure it happened to a good amount of people frankly someone uh, probably still
0: thinks he's alive but yeah being institutionalized
2: yeah yeah no but the fact of yeah coming back out of prison fucking 50 years later is uh, in, unbelievable and like having to regain
1: like a, a foothold in society that's unbelievable and, oh. and it happens that was another thing that i was gonna say like um, it, it's also a huge bummer because a lot of these people need help more than they need punishment. Yeah. And there's there's not really any like anything set up to really help them, you know? No, yeah. And, and especially
0: in, you know, the 60s and things like yeah, when this exactly. you know, character would have been, like, we're, we're seeing him getting out, you know, yeah. and even at his age, you know, that's the, the other whole half of it is that he's so old, you know, that like mm-hmm. the one job they can kind of get him, he can't even really do right because he's got such bad arthritis, and I fucking hated that manager. You know, it's like why would you be a dick to like an old man who obviously is like trying his hardest? You know, yeah. Is <laughs> it like, polite to you?
2: They obviously have some sort of contract with the prison where you like, has to we'll hire, hire each of your prisoners. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Like, it's it's insane. Brooks's story. He's and he's there's the whole scene where he grabs fucking Willem Sadler's character before he leaves. And he's like crying and weeping. And he's like, I don't want to go. And he's like, I'll just kill Haywood.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll just, like, keep me here. And I'll just hang out here
2: <laughs> with my guys. They won't know? let me leave. He's I like, murdered like, someone. Haywood's hey, the best to go. <laughs> like, he's the easiest <laughs> honestly. one. Honestly.
1: But you also have to think about like he probably had to make sure it was somebody who trusted him because he's not going to wrestle somebody else to the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had to be close enough he had to, to be, grab them because he's you know hold I mean? holes. Exactly, so he's he, got the arthritis knife. Yeah, the
3: arthritis <laughs> knife. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, he goes back into society, and we we learn about his whole story through a note mm-hmm. that he's written back mm-hmm. to
0: his friends in Shawshank. Which is why would you do that? It's so mean. I mean, it's It's, know, fair. it's a very like, nice note. That's the, note. Pe- that's a the a people that you would want. Yeah. To to know that that's basically his only family Mm -hmm. that he doesn't have anybody else so i'll see y'all on the other side you know don't tell him you killed yourself you jerk they probably would never even find out (laughs) and so
2: he carves his name up into the 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 roof this i thought
0: that was pretty hilarious
1: the rafters (laughs) brooks was here brooks Brooks. (laughs) Brooks. (laughs) i said brooks and then uh he hung
2: himself uh the part I watched this with Ashley and the part that made her cry and then in turn made me cry was definitely that scene. Mm-hmm. But it was when he was feeding the birds and he was like, I uh, just keep hoping Jake's gonna pop his head pop back. Pop his
0: head back.
1: <laughs> Dude, everything But he doesn't. <laughs> and as soon as he like got out of the prison yeah. to the point where he hung himself, I was like in tears. Yeah. It's just his whole monologue, everything, the whole the whole letter made me cry.
0: And yeah. it, and I made I mean, for me it's like This movie came out in 1994 and look at the horrible light it paints on, you know, how we institutionalize people and then look where we are. Yeah. 2021. (laughs) Still doing it. Number one movie on IMDb. (laughs) Point doesn't get put across very well, does it? Almost 30 years (laughs) later.
2: (laughs) Uh, Let's take a quick break and when we come back, we'll finish talking about uh, the Shawshank Redemption. (laughs)
0: All right, you already get your game on. Go play. Hey guys, welcome
2: back to uh, our episode on Shawshank Redemption. Um, let's let's get into it. Let's talk about these characters. Let's talk about everything that goes on. There's so much. There's numerous scenes that are just fucking dope. Let's talk about Boggs and the sisters, and mm-hmm. how they just love raping, and they want Andy. Boggs especially wants yeah. Andy as his... I
0: mean, he's like the best looking dude in Shawshank. So, I mean, I don't blame him, you know? <laughs> when I saw Boggs's face, I was like, that looks like a man
2: that loves to fuck. <laughs> like, straight up. I was like, yeah, no, I agree. You're right. Watch out for this guy. Yeah. yeah. Go yeah. To bed. That guy will fuck whatever he can. <laughs> yeah. For sure, <laughs> that's and terrifying. For sure, and um, Andy has to fight them off for like what two years or something was, or was it more less than that? Was they it... said about two
0: years. He uh, yeah, if it, it was two, it, years. the first two years of his life, or the first Jesus. two years of his being in there, because it
1: was forty-seven to forty-nine, right? I think. Mm-hmm. I think so. Forty-seven is when he went in. I okay. do know mm-hmm. that
0: for the fact that that's the year he goes.
1: And
2: into Red it. had already been there for ten years. Mm-hmm. I think twenty. He had already been there for 20 We years. see him at his 20-year oh, reunion. Yeah, right. or yeah, the 20-year <laughs> reunion. That too. Everyone's there. Brooks is there. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's crazy because like Bog- Boggs is fucking terrifying mm-hmm. and uh, they get him. Oh, how did you guys feel about the whole Rita Hayworth kind of thing? That he needed a big... A big poster? Poster in his so, room at all times? The
0: way the movie delivers it, mm-hmm. I think, is way fucking better than the way the book does it. Which is what? He's like, I'm horny and I need a big poster No, a he,
2: he says, can you give me Rita Hayworth? And immediately, Red is like, oh, yeah, I, I do posters all the time. And oh. I like the idea of, like what do you mean he, he'll, yeah. it'll take him a week like you know where red responds and he's like yeah i don't have rita hayworth stuff down the front of my pants yeah i can, I can, get, can get her here yeah like,
0: how are you gonna get this famous actress into the prison sneaker into the prison yeah. for all the men or something the way and that's what you want to believe is like he's yeah. after seeing the beer scene, yeah. it's like he's coaxing up some big thing for all these boys, you know? Yeah. So the fact that it's just a poster is exactly a big... Uh, Misdirect. How, oh, and it's like, how the fuck did Red know what he was talking about?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. And so I like the way it's delivered in the movie a lot more than the book. I, I do too because it's it's almost like Red was like, hey, you got me, but I got you. Yeah. Like, oh, you
0: got me those beers, I'll get you read A. Funny if he showed up with the no, real woman. He's like, here she is. What yeah. do you want to do with her? And he's like, oh no, I just wanted a poster. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got like a picture or something? <laughs> just take a picture of her and let her go.
2: <laughs> How did you guys feel about Andy and his uh, love of rocks?
1: i think it's i thought that's cool and i mean I, than, I was i was like oh that's like my sister my sister loved rock
0: it, i mean it's a common childhood hobby i collected rocks as a kid you know what i mean i wish i had that knowledge as an adult now you know but i think back then when there wasn't tv and things like that mm-hmm. to burn our brains that's what you did you had hobbies like rocks or you know trains trains, trains yeah exactly uh trees balloons you know? I'm sure there's some guy was big into trees He's like well, that's a that's a big tree. Balloons yeah. were a big hobby where people liked to get
2: in them. Yeah. They liked to feel like they were claustrophobic in the balloons. Yeah, they different liked rubbers. The, yeah. They liked the feeling of it on their skin. I and,
1: thought it was funny how they were like... Fly around in they, they were like acting like Andy couldn't hurt somebody with that fucking rock hammer. You could totally kill <laughs> somebody with that fucking rock I hammer. I know. I mean, it's, it's just funny because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, he's
2: obviously not gonna. Yeah. But um yeah Red smuggles in Red he, is the he gets guy the goods yeah. yeah gets anything you need and whether it's Rita Hayworth or a fucking rock hammer um he can get it for you uh
1: and I liked that you know he got the hammer. I yeah. and, and and wish you guys would talk more. Yeah. <laughs> you see the whole process of him getting the hammer. I thought that was really cool that they showed all that. Yeah.
0: And we kind of see how it, how it works that he gets stuff, which is important because it's like something that it's easy to be like, oh, I'm the guy that gets things. But it's nice to see that how that process actually happens. Mm-hmm. and We yeah. don't just have to rely on that as knowledge. I like that we find out that he has competitors oh, later yeah. on in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And that's how the harmonica comes around um but i was gonna say i i think this movie does such a great job just like any of planting its seeds at important times of like laying the egg of like oh he i see why this thing was a joke now you couldn't dig out of this thing in a you know in a lifetime you know yeah. Yeah. It, it would take 50 years and we find out it'd take about 19 <laughs> you know is he's, what like, we come he's at like 600 yeah years. <laughs> 600 years to <laughs> crawl out of here with that so i mean that's such a reward when we see it and it's like oh i guess it only takes about Nineteen years, yeah, yeah, to climb through there. It just depends on how you do it, just um, where you go. <laughs> my thing is him getting lucky enough that there was just an empty wall on the other side. But um, my mom made a good point of the fact that him running the library, he probably had access to all kinds That's of reading materials, thinking. including like the blue. Prints to the prison, and you know resources they make a that point we to talk about that in the book. Yeah, maybe never see so much of that in the movie, exactly. But it, I'm sure he had all that information at access to him so, to really map out the plan of knowing that that pipe wasn't just going to end in a septic tank underground <laughs> at some point, and then he's just trapped in a shit tank, yeah, underground. So oh it, god, you know, for the until you die, he knew it would empty out somewhere that as long as he just tough that battle, you know, you would get there in the end. You Five know, so. football fields. <laughs> um,
2: no, yeah, I mean it. It, uh, yeah, the prison break is pretty incredible. Um, I, 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 I want to talk about.
0: Yeah, I wasn't trying to jump ahead so much. as yeah. so much as like him. we having, were talking about the rock hammer. Yeah, and right. him having the the accessibility to actually make plans and you know what I mean like they do such a good job of giving him the library job to give that you know what I mean yeah. every egg is planted so well or you know every seed is planted so well that they you know that's a good by call. the end we get this beautiful orchard of a story you know yeah, yeah the
2: fact that uh, he did Captain Hadley's like whole IRS exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, or exchange of gift money or whatever um, and then it goes into like oh we'll give him the library job so he can continue doing everyone's so taxes more time <laughs> yeah. To do it. yeah you're
0: right that is like the perfect way to lay that all yeah. out I, I love that we see him give, doing more and more people's taxes I each mean, it's year like
1: he even goes to like people outside of the prison yeah. like baseball players and stuff
0: like that I think
2: it was like other prison they do their like guard yeah. versus guard yeah.
0: like baseball and that was a whole other group of guards from a <laughs> different prison yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just happened to be playing on that day yeah, exactly. over there yeah
0: and, and that's why they were like and they all happened to bring their w-2s with them yeah. crazy <laughs> <laughs> uh, but
2: captain hadley is a great character played mm-hmm. by clancy brown mm-hmm. um
0: starship troopers right
2: i'm pretty sure yes. he yeah he's that's, that's uh, what i know that guy from yeah he does the voice of damien darkblood
0: oh In invincible oh he's, really
2: i think he does like no, Keith David is dark side. He does some character in the DC animated movies good. consistent.
0: Very cool. Very authoritative actor, yeah. you know what I mean? So this, yeah. the role fits him perfectly, and it was cool to see him younger and in a kind of like less quirky bleach blonde hairstyle, so it mm. was easier to take him seriously. Oh, know? he's
2: also in Lost. He's a recurring character in Lost. He's a recurring character in Lost. Um, but yeah, he he's in this movie and he does a great job playing that kind of character, that kind of
0: a t- just a real tight screw. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how I describe him.
2: Um, and it's, I'm going to go ahead and make some comparisons to the book because yeah, this character has a heart attack before this warden that is in this movie, Warden Norton mm-hmm. even shows up in the book. Oh wow. They, they really go through a bunch of wardens in the book before they start actually building one out with Norton and they, I mean, Stephen King. Um, but it, I like the way this movie condenses all of these characters to be singular in that way. I would have hated this movie if it was, or I wouldn't have liked it as much if we had seen several wardens or several different, like, captain guards or whatever, gotcha. you know?
0: So he has a heart attack and dies, is even too much you mean. Like, is be- yeah. out of the story before we ever even see Warden Orton. Yeah. They're not yeah. enemies together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. That's crazy to think about because they're such a dynamic together, yeah. you know? Exactly.
1: I, I think the reason, like, a a reason they did it was because, like, you have two two essentially um, protagonists. Yeah. And they're constant throughout the film. Yeah, so you, it only makes sense to have two antagonists that are also constant throughout the film. You know? I agree. It's it's more economical storytelling to do it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, this this movie
2: does that a lot compared to the book. But um, let's talk about uh, when we find out Andy is innocent, mm-hmm. and when Tommy shows up, and uh, talking about Tom- Tommy. Yeah. yeah, Tommy's a pretty cool character. I I liked seeing Tommy. As a kid, I think I'd seen sections of this movie. And I remember seeing Tommy and being like, huh, weird that he has that kind of hair. Because this movie never does a whole lot to really cement it in its time period. You could at see... At which time period we're seeing, even exactly Because, like, it, if a kid who only stumbles into the room to see certain sections, you'd be like, okay, this takes place right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it never really says, like, oh, and Hitler's out there. You know, like, it's just like yeah it's, those dang hippies smoking the marijuana now <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh anonymous to to know where mm-hmm. this takes place so seeing that guy's hair when i was a kid i remember thinking like huh weird that that character <laughs> has that kind of hair
0: he looks kind of goofy <laughs> yeah
2: but um it's obviously the late 50s early 60s when he shows up and he's got the pompadour um and tommy's a pretty cool character because he is he's trying to make better for his life he's He's he has a, a young daughter or child mm-hmm. and a wife that he's trying to get out of jail to go back to. And he's illiterate. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to Andy to like teach him, teach him all this good stuff. Um, How did you guys feel about Tommy in this movie?
0: I don't know if I so much love the character so much as the device he was mm-hmm. in the story for Andy. You know what I mean? Like I was fine with the character just being like the kind of tough, you know, like greaser guy that he kind of was. But I really thought he was such an important piece to have that would like push andy over that edge that we needed because he needed that we've seen that the only thing he truly kind of gets emotional over is people you know and and others and so that's truly the way to like kind of break him down so i love that they built that relationship so well and that he is the one that has the information of like oh bro i know for a fact you didn't fucking do the shit you're being blamed (laughs) for you know yeah Uh, we
2: learn about blatch Elmo Blatch, yeah. who was one of Tommy's, like. What a nonsense <laughs>
0: name. I literally laughed when I, he said that. I have this guy named Blatch. Elmo Blatch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a very Stephen King name. Yeah. But I actually really uh liked tommy's character yeah i did too well. i was um,
2: shocked at his outcome really his movie. yeah i mm-hmm. was like i did not expect any of this he had
0: he only had two years i had for some reason i knew he wasn't making it out of shawshank yeah because y'all said no one No, i would say no one young makes it out of shawshank mm-hmm. you know you don't make it ever make it out healthy and alive
1: and i was uh the reason i felt for tommy so much though Was because like I have friends that are illiterate and stuff. And it's tough because like I've also tried to teach some some of them like how to read. Uh And they give up so quickly because they get frustrated. And once you get older, you know, it's harder to learn to read. Mm -hmm. And the human brain's not even wired to read. Yeah. Like you have to be, you have to be taught to read. Yeah. That's
2: that I can imagine now, like if I were to learn how to read, it would take me fucking forever. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. You probably wouldn't learn because we wouldn't have
0: the patience to try. But a lot of those people
1: who are illiterate, they find ways to get by. They find little shortcuts here and there to kind of read you know yeah to kind of understand yeah and so like i mean doing crimes and stuff was probably just one of tommy's ways to get around his situation you know where
2: he didn't have to get a job or anything like that exactly yeah that makes sense i mean it tommy's character is is a device and Mm. it is to push andy forward but it is also like a good representation of, of a kid in jail, especially a hard
1: ass jail like Shawshank, mm-hmm. you know, a kid kind of just in the in the wrong place and in life. And yeah, like, thank physically. God Boggs
0: wasn't around for Tommy. You know, <laughs> know what I mean? He's like, I got my new boy. You're done, Andy. Put you on a shelf.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> <That's> Tommy. <terrible. laughs> Tommy tells Andy all about how Blatch basically confessed to mm-hmm. to what andy was convicted of mm-hmm. and to and, a,
0: and an incredible tea. yeah <laughs> and andy
2: does something extremely uncharacteristic which is go to the warden and spill all his guts and as he was saying all this shit i knew he was digging himself deeper and deeper into the warden where it's like you're just giving the warden more of a reason to never let you go mm-hmm. you know And it's crazy because, like, he was like, I promise I won't tell anybody about what I've done for you.
1: Yeah. And it's like,
2: motherfucker, that's, he probably didn't even come across his mind until you just
1: said uh, it. Yeah, it's like mental backpedaling. (laughs) I love the fact that the thing that really set the warden off Mm -hmm. was that Andy called him obtuse. (laughs) And he's like, no, I'm a cute. All right, look at me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm not up to he fucking hated it. but i think
0: it. it even goes back to you saying like the screaming it the the innocent screaming man you know it's one of those mm-hmm. things he at this point has seen the human side of yeah. the warden and knows that he can be a perfectly rational man who sees reason and knows yeah. you know and has you know a brain in his head so the fact that he's blatantly being so un so unempathetic to the fact that andy is also blatantly a human just trying to live their one life they get Mm. it's like no you're my tool to be used you're my perpetual accountant now you to me you're a computer program even though i don't know what a computer or a program is yet because it's like (laughs) 1940 um yeah But but yeah just seeing that him as something significantly less than human i mean for a white guy at that time would have been mind blowing. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we're equals here, you know. And yeah. so I told, I get him coming on so strong, but you're absolutely right. It's like after, it's like why bring up, you know, the fact potentially that potentially incriminating him? Yeah, yeah.
2: So uh, something we failed to mention, like for those who haven't seen the movie that are still listening to this episode, yeah. um, Andy is doing all kinds of like legal, well, uh,
0: loopholes mm-hmm. in order to buff up, I guess. His funds? They're getting ta- they're getting tax funding to uh, the prison uh-huh. and they're finding ways to like pretend like there's more men they need paid for. There's more equipment they need than they actually need to. He's just basically being like, we needed this much stuff. We needed this many men to be paid for when it's like half that. So then they're just banking all of that extra pay and mm. stuff.
1: Yeah, they're embezzling money. Yeah. Exactly. Is, is what they're doing. Which and, is yeah. the... Yeah and Ter- uh, it's a legal term yeah. what is
2: the name that he uses as the uh it's
1: like john something no, no. Is that I, think sam?
0: Oh. I think it's sam too here i'll look at up oh, really quick i have no idea uh, uh what is his real name andy dufresne's fake name um because yeah he like the
1: person he created yeah
0: he creates a a uh, a fall guy basically yeah. an alias essentially yeah. that randall like, stevens we're all wrong
2: i know steven sounds the fake
1: identity of randall stevens
0: okay cool that makes more sense
2: um but he he makes this name up to be the fall guy and also to launder the money Mm -hmm. where he's spending it and then it's being spent back to him in a way that comes back where it's like oh no randall stevens spent that money and it's gone you know um which is always an interesting thing to do uh, or say, or even talk about, because I can't even begin to understand the legal, like mm-hmm. how you would even hide uh laundering, like money. launder money. Well, I yeah, can yeah.
1: imagine that back then it was much easier.
2: Oh, yeah, true. also true. No but, computers, no programs, like you were saying. It was uh, like you were saying.
0: Yeah, the dark ages. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's n- I mean, knights like... and dragons running around.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I can I don't think it would be as easy as just being like, oh, we had thirty extra clients today. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's like, how does a prison have
1: that much income, you know? Mm-hmm. How
0: do you Well
1: they were doing like, Yeah, like making uh oh, that's was, right. making shit, yeah. Well, they were doing essentially slave labor. Mm-hmm. He would have the prisoners what was it go called? and work.
2: Inside out or something yeah, like that. The, the inside out His program. program,
1: yeah. And so
2: the the warden has the men going out doing Where like, they
0: do get paid, but like very low. But once again, that's where they're hiding the number of men and stuff, exactly.
2: And all the money is going directly to the prison rather than any of the inmates. So they don't have to pay each individual man. They just pay a lesser amount to one constitution exactly. or one, one institution. Contractor. Yeah, essentially exactly. At um, this point. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, that is a fucked up thing that
0: I'm sure it did happen. No, it still happens. <laughs> it still definitely is happening.
1: And you see, you see other people, other contractors, that that man that's like, look, if I don't get this job, my company's going to go under. Yeah. And he's like, hey, my wife baked you a pie. What do you say? And there's money in there. Yeah, yeah. Like him obviously <laughs> bribing him. I like, love hey, money give pies, me. man. Yeah, yeah, that fucking money pie, bro. It was in an envelope,
2: but just the yeah, way like, you
1: said yeah. it.
0: <laughs> like the there man just, baked it. right into the cake. <laughs> yeah, right into the pie. Take the that money pie. Knows, you know,
1: like. <laughs> we got some 20s and 5s uh-huh. cut up in the middle. Yep. The 10s mm-hmm. are split Sprinkled on top. Yeah.
0: Say, seriously, don't eat that. There's like six grand in there. <laughs> <laughs> you can still spend raspberry money.
1: Yes, raspberry uh, money. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just literally raspberries. Just here you go.
0: Yeah. yeah, The Warden's a dick. Yeah, Warden's a fucking dick.
2: Um, but and he does
0: a great job being a dick too. Who's comes, the actor? Uh, Bob Gunton. Bob, dipshit, Gunton. dude same thing i mean everybody plays their part so well in this of being exactly either as good or shitty as they are kind of meant to be and i yeah. really thought the um, warden hit the mark too of in that moment where andy's begging to him And he's like "Nah, bro you mean literally nothing to me and now i'm gonna put you in the hole for an entire month which at this point in the movie had been well established is too long in the hole you yeah. know um it fucked it i was like yeah you know <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> I thought he did a great job of really coming on like as something that's like, fuck, why did you ever even try to fuck with this guy in the first mm. place, you know?
2: Yeah, but um. so the warden goes to Tommy. He's like, if we're going to move on this, you have to promise me that you're going to say exactly what you said. Like testify. Yeah. yeah, testify correctly on under oath and everything. He's like, will you do that? And he's like, yeah, of course, you know. And so Tommy gives himself away too. The and naivete yep yeah, and that's when we
0: are like he's trying to escape <laughs> <laughs> they, that's, that's when hadley, that's essentially what they did yeah
2: hadley shoots him three times four times in the back something like that um, a necessary number i'm sure yeah. you know in the book all the warden does is just make tommy go to a different prison really <laughs> yeah he just transfers it, which
0: I mean, it also would make sense on just solving the problem because right. it's not like they can communicate to each other from different prisons, you yeah. know. But that's such a nicer way to deal with the issue than be like he's trying to escape. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't.
1: They couldn't write to each
0: other. You don't think they'd be able to write oh, to each maybe. other from different?
1: Well, prisons? I
2: think so. That's another thing. I think each note gets examined yes. by the oh.
1: incoming. Lady. So the
0: warden wouldn't let that shig bow down. Fair enough. Either direction. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it, but it's more powerful that they killed him. You know, yeah well definitely. so that's so, I mean, something i want to talk on this
2: movie is it it has to give incrimination to even hadley you know what i mean that's true to true. feel the okay. full um satisfaction at the end because i
1: mean hadley's kind of a good guy in some points like when he beats the shit out of bogs for what he did to yeah. Andy. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I mean that's also <laughs> because questionable he, he yeah. likes to do it but yeah you're Bro. right well, yeah, but he also kind of, it it's wa- very much implied that
0: he did it for Andy. Yeah. Not for him, but. Yeah. Well, because of Andy. Yeah. yeah. And not to bring up the idiot family guy episode, but that's how they break Joe's legs. And it, <laughs> yeah. It's only eight minutes long. You can watch it. It's actually pretty good, but they just bring up their like, we don't see him at all, except for just seeing him get beat up and have his legs broken for
2: <laughs> attacking Andy. Who plays Andy in the family guy?
1: Peter. Peter. Oh. Of course. Who plays Red? Is it is it Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Of that course. Of course. And then I'm pretty
0: sure Quagmire plays Tommy. No. <laughs> I don't think that, there is no Tommy bit. Yeah. They don't do any really? of that. Yeah. It's condensed. I I, sworn I, I literally Quagmire watched, I watched the whole eight-minute oh, okay. little episode. Who does
1: Quagmire play then?
0: I don't think he's in it at all. Wow. <laughs> or he's just one of the gang. He's just him. one of the gang standing up against the wall, and but he doesn't really have a role or anything in it because they basically just make a joke about Peter not having farts that make any sound anymore. They do the whole holla back bit instead of him playing two Italian women singing. He plays oh. holla back for the whole prison, and then he's like, "To this day, I don't know what that woman was singing about," which I thought was a pretty funny. <laughs> he's like, "I didn't know what those two Italian women were <laughs> singing about." That was a pretty funny comparison. Uh, uh, that scene was pretty dope. I honestly love that scene and it's but seeing that had already happened and he did get what two weeks in the hole for that which Mm -hmm. is they said the longest they ever seen but that still was like a soft punishment for something that I'm sure they would have probably you know killed some of the other prisoners for having done, you mm-hmm. know, so he had seen the warden even give him, like, a little bit of that That was well, because also he did that the leverage there. numbers, yeah, you I know, know? But
2: um, I mean, that's like when Tommy Defern- had died, they put him in the <laughs> hole for a month, and then they were gonna let him out, and they're like, I'm sure you heard about what happened to Tommy and then uh, Andy does something, and then he's like, alright, another month, and so he does two months in the hole Um But yeah, the whole scene where he plays the record over the mm-hmm. intercom for the rest of the president and everyone stops that's one of those scenes that i'm talking about that darabont does where it's those, just those 10 moments transcendent your life. Yeah. yeah where it's like you will never forget this moment where you were working in the wood shop and you just stopped because you just heard you something w-
1: you've never heard before because you're yeah you, know, you don't have culture or whatever Well, you also have to imagine the fact that like in the 50s and 60s they didn't have iPods and yeah, stuff like that. yeah. they had heard
0: music like that. Yeah, yeah the, they well, probably heard haven't heard
1: music in general <laughs> in a long Italian. time.
0: You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're like spaghetti. Um, but you don't see very many radios or mm-hmm. like anything like that. True, you in, have to have money in order. Yeah. to Yeah, mm-hmm. like and so that doesn't happen until like um andy gets the funding from the state to right. absolutely i loved all oh, that
0: whole aspect mm-hmm. oh, he, dude, I he love him he's like, the one who brings them culture is what yeah. we see i yeah. love
1: when haywood's just listening to music and just hang out. williams yeah. Yeah. is that what it is <laughs> yeah but the fact that he
2: writes every week once a week and then he was like okay well we got 200 bucks and, and a, a good stack of shit i want more twice a hey, week. we deserve twice a more <laughs> yeah twice a and week. then
1: they allocated five hundred dollars a year yeah, is what they said. Mm-hmm.
2: It's it the fact that he was able to build this beautiful library and the best in any prison system
0: um, is pretty dope in this. Moment. And you have to give it to the warden for letting that happen, you exactly. know. Which once again, there's he's not like he's painted as a perfect evil, you know what I mean? And yeah. mm-hmm. he does have this perfect human side, where it's like, well, as long as I'm getting fed, I'll let y'all have your little things too, yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> And it's so, more
1: just a power trip thing. i think that dynamic yeah. is
0: so well done it's the same thing with uh, captain hadley you know what i mean he's like as long as i get to kick an ass every now and then <laughs> we'll let you yeah. all have your books you know <laughs> <laughs> um
2: yeah i mean and there was that one guard that goes to the shitter <laughs> uh, but before he oh. goes to the shitter he's like <laughs> good for you andy mm-hmm. i remember uh, like watching that and just yeah, good for Andy. Good, you know, yeah. <laughs> I was on his side. I was like, yep, I love this shit. Uh, yeah, this movie's fucking gold. So after, what was it, 27 years mm-hmm. in prison,
0: he he breaks out. He's Andy. done. Two, month, two 27 20, years and two months in the hole. I his thought it was 19 done. years. I think it's 19. No, yeah, because oh, oh, it, it took him
1: 19 years. Time. No, I did
0: make the joke 19 yeah. years earlier. Okay, yeah.
2: so in the book, it takes him it takes him probably like 19 years to open the hole. And he has a, a roommate at one point, And the roommate could, keeps complaining about the draft. And it never implies that there's a hole. Just yeah. that it's cold. Yeah. Dude, and, that's so cool. Yeah. And so it's not until Andy figures out a way to get rid of the roommate... That even on top of that, I think it's like eight years later that he finally escapes. So he's had the hole
0: for a long ass time,
2: but didn't escape any time in between. Couldn't use it
0: because he has someone who's basically would whistleblow, you know? Like he got out the right there. Well, not only that, it, like it,
2: he still had the room to himself. I think he was all like, perfect circumstance. It's perfect he needed, timing. He needed and... the
0: best reason to finally leave. Because isn't the storm a big part of it, too? Because the rain... They don't even talk about that. In, oh, really? In I, I assume so... that had to be a big part of it, because it would obviously wash away any evidence that right. he would have, mm-hmm. you know, where he would have gone.
2: So, uh, Andy gets away. And in the book, the... The book does such a good job at giving you a lot more, mm-hmm. but the movie perfectly condenses it into the most economical way. That the movie, in my opinion, is far superior than the book. Um, it's just the ending and the beginning of the movie that I feel like the book has it better.
0: Interesting. Um, what? Is, how does it? I'm so curious how it does the ending predominantly different. So
2: in the book, the ending is basically Brooks's no. And morgan Freeman's writing it for himself and he's it's it's basically brooks's whole it's thing perbatim yeah
0: no, but it's not not, not verbatim, but to like his own design you know yeah, I mean? yeah it's, it's meant it's, to feel the like the same, same, same letter because yeah.
2: like brooks is actually two different characters in the book like they combine Ooh. two different characters one guy uh i think he dies and then they find the bird dead later and then the other guy was the guy brooks who was in the library he didn't even have a bird and so I was like, oh, okay, well, that's weird. Um,
1: they just had to put the bird in there. Yeah, That's exactly. basically, yeah.
2: And um, and so in the book, like, whenever Red is writing his whole thing, because, like, the whole thing is just, like, one big journal, basically. Because um, you never see it from any side other than Red. And so when he's writing his whole thing, it's very much like, like how Brooks was writing back to the crew. But then he remembers about when Andy told him about the tree and the volcanic rock and all mm-hmm. that shit. And in the book, it's a it's a key to a safety deposit box that he's left. And so when Red goes and finds the note or finds where it's supposed to be, it is just a note. And it's you know Andy basically saying like, "I hope to see you soon." Fred. It's a lot of work. I know. And so that means Andy probably got the safety deposit box first. And so in the in the book, Andy paints. Uh, what was it? <laughs> Randolph Stevens or whatever his name is the the fake pseudonym yeah he in the book Randall Stevens Randall um he he makes it to where he can assume that identity Mm -hmm. easier than the movie implies it because the movie implies that it's a fall guy if anything were to come Come back that's who they would blame it all on as to where in the in the book it's like oh this is just the man who would assume all that money financially you know and so it just works out a whole lot better in economically in the in the book but then it ends and it's just red talking about how he's on his way to Texas to cross the border and that's how it ends.
0: You don't actually ever get to see the conclusion. Yeah. I like that idea more. Yeah, I was hoping it Stephen would end King. right there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I was hoping it would end right there too in the movie. Whenever we, we saw two old men like in that beautiful. Oh, the last words he says in the book. It's so good. He's like, I hope the Pacific is as blue as I imagine. And then he says, I hope. And then that's just how it ends. And I was like, fuck. That's, that's so nice, fucking good. That's pretty cool. But yeah, the ending of this movie, Andy, of course, escapes in the storm. He slams the rock down against the septic pipe every time the lightning strikes, which I thought was fucking dope. And then that's how he's able to break it and not make it too much noise. He crawls through the shit, he throws up, he crawls through some more shit, and then he ends out in the rain and he's free. And he just, this is a glorious moment where he's just standing out in the. In yeah, the, with his hands out. I love it. Um,. And then, you know, we see Morgan Freeman do all this shit and go to Mexico and end up in at right by. And he's just working on a boat. Do you he, remember they're...
1: what the name of the place was? Z- Zenta. Zihuatanejo. Zihuatanejo.
0: Zihuatanejo. Zihuatanejo. Yeah. Z-Watanejo. <laughs> Gee, what an a-hole. <laughs> Jeez, if he wouldn't have showed up, you know, he'd yeah. I mean, have <laughs> just taken all that money and run off with it, you know. I mean, it looked like it was like 300 bucks. I mean, in that time, that would have been a lot of money probably true. really establish yourself, somewhere.
1: enough to get down to Mexico, exactly, <laughs> just, probably just enough. To. <laughs> He's like, I'm an
0: accountant. I did the math. He's like, I'm on pesos, bro. Come on. <laughs>
1: um,
0: it's a good movie. It is a good movie. But do y'all think it deserves that IMDb number one spot? Do you think it's better, one point better than the Green Mile? I mean, that's what I'm. Let's debate that. Um, what did I give the Green Mile? I don't remember. I wish I had
2: written down, written it down in the fucking thing. I have to go back and listen. To I want to say it was a
1: 4.7 because we gave it
2: both a 4.8. Mm-hmm.
1: You and I, um, yeah, I want to say I gave it a 4.7.
2: I think the green mile can be looked at
1: as a little goofy
2: at times where I wouldn't say, I, I think Tom Hanks is a wonderful actor, but he's he is also just Tom Hanks.
0: And sometimes when he speaks in that movie,
2: I'm like, oh, Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? No, I understand, and then that's what was my point on Tim Robbins not being such a like heightened heightened face at this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? The fact that he isn't someone that I can immediately be like, oh, this he's also in this, 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 and this. You mm-hmm, know, yeah. helps this movie and having him as our front runner because he is Andy Dufresne. That yeah. is who I see when I will look at Tim Robbins probably from here on. I'll be like, oh, it's Andy Dufresne. You know? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what's what's Andy Dufresne's real name? You know? He was in uh, War of the Worlds. Do you remember him in War of the Worlds? Is he the old man that's all crazy and yeah. bunks are, was with them? That's yeah. Tim Robbins. Yeah. Oh man, that's sad. War of the Andy. <laughs> Is it sad? Like, he does a good job. He does a great job, but he's like a sad character. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's also in Jacob's Ladder, which Never holy seen. shit, that fucking movie.
0: Um, no, thank you. Uh, it's uh,
2: so this movie. I feel like structurally and. I think it does deserve the point higher. Interesting. I, I don't know because well, it, it, by our rating it would be a point five higher. You know because it is ten points at IMDb. It is one point higher than I got you. Yeah. Than. So it would be five point so five for us. Do
1: you want to rate it? Well, are you ready to rate
2: it? So here's what else I have to say about the Green Mile because yeah. the Green Mile also has um, Sam Rockwell, which. If Sam Rockwell's character was in this movie, you'd be like, "That guy is acting a little too kooky for this kind of too setting." Too kooky, and but the Green Mile is the Green Mile is more vibrant
0: than this
2: is. The Shawshank Redemption yeah, is
0: this is like the crushing reality of living the rest of your life in prison versus the harsh reality of knowing you're on death row and going to die probably mm, sometime soon. Sure. You know.
2: But like where the Green Mile is very muted and gray and very real, um, the or no the yeah, Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption, Redemption, yeah, the Green Mile is allowed to be vibrant yeah. and and otherworldly and mystical, and I like that. St- I tend to like that a lot more. Yeah. And so in for me, in my opinion, the Green Mile is better than the Shawshank Redemption. But realistically, looking at these two movies and thinking about them uh, structurally and and how fulfilling they are i think the shawshank redemption is technically a better movie so with that being said i gave the green mile a 4.8 i'm going to give shawshank redemption a 4.7 dang okay because it's it they're perfectly in league with me for different reasons even though they're way more closely related than the mist is um i i think i think shawshank redemption is a 4.7 for me
1: well I loved this movie. Um, uh, I've said it plenty of times before. Uh, I'm a sucker for stories. I love stories. Mm-hmm. I love, like, deep story. And this was a huge story. It takes place over years, you know, decades. Yeah. And there's so much that goes on, so many characters that come and go in here. And I just, I I couldn't get enough, legitimately, when I was watching this. Um, what's it called? I would consider this movie, like, near perfect, like, for me as far as, like, a story goes, as far as it's structured and the pacing yeah. of this movie. Um, so with that being said, I'm gonna give it a 4.9.
2: Wow. Dang. That is our highest mm-hmm. score yet. Damn, Paul Damien.
1: Always setting that bar. <laughs>
2: Always setting that bar, Paul Damien.
1: Alright. Which, like I said, I gave, uh, I'm pretty sure I gave Green Mile a uh, 4.7. But I love... The just as you were saying that you liked the mystical side mm-hmm. of Green Mile, I really love the root in roots in reality, yeah, the groundedness of the story, exactly.
0: The fact that this is all something that could very easily have and, happened, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. It probably did happen, verbatim to, yeah. to plenty of different people, you know, not just one person. So, yeah, I think that the fact that this is so much more of a realistic tale. And you're able to do so much with it is it 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 speaks volumes to me.
0: Yeah.
2: I agree.
1: All right, well, Kenny.
0: The dang old Shawshank Redemption, man. I mean, this it like y'all, I mean, y'all pretty much said it between the two of y'all so much. And I but I think I'm kind of in the Ian, the Ian department that it, you know, I lean mystic in a sense. Mm-hmm. That always turns a movie up to that next level for me, or you know, like uh if it's gonna be something this grounded, I really want it to be. Heavily focused on, I don't know the a, a gritty. I think I like gritty or the grittier side of mm. things. You know what I mean. And so as much as I did really love this movie, I think it at times it chose to and it it tells perfectly gritty and horrible stories like the sisters and crawling through five hundred yards of shit. You know, we get a gang of goons like Akita. You know, we get a oh you know a bunch of ogres like Shrek. You know, we got to get both those movies mentioned in here right at the end. Um, but it does Shrekita. <laughs> but it does tend to pull its punches sometimes the story of yeah. uh, as a whole tends to pull its punches sometimes and you even said it like the movie even goes that next level to have Tommy shot where the original story doesn't even have that and that is mm-hmm. Stephen King for you not necessarily that he likes to pull punches but he doesn't always like to go the grittiest route in his more grounded storytelling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's only like the pet cemeteries where you're going to get like the truly just gritty shit you know. Um, or the it's, you know, of his storyline. So I'm actually going to give this a 4.5 is what I kind of landed on with it, which is that I really did love this movie. I loved the acting for it. I thought as a whole, I can understand why it has been iconic since it came out. I don't know if I love it more than something like the green mile and that might be sentimentality so the fact that i've Mm -hmm. been watching that movie my entire life and have just always loved their performances in it and enjoy coming back to it but it even comes down to things like the score at times and you know like how it hits Mm -hmm. which was not bad in this movie but doesn't quite land with me i think then maybe some others I i think
2: this score is maybe better than the green mile interesting in my opinion. yeah so. the score for this movie the main theme is fucking
0: it's phenomenal. good yeah that's not that's not my point at all it's oh, just okay. there's a, there yeah there's some beautiful music and iconic mm-hmm. music that i didn't even you know i realized listening to it i was like oh i know this you know but there was just other times throughout it that i can't even na- name off the top of my head or right at the end of all of this that it just didn't quite hit the mark i was hoping for i guess is what i'd say so um and there was even some sometimes i thought the storyline or the storytelling could have been condensed down just a little bit more than what we got. So with all that being said, I still really loved it and think it deserves a grand score, which 4.5 still is in spite of Mm y'all's ridiculously Mm -hmm. monster scores, you know? (laughs) No, I mean, I I think- I would say appropriate monster scores.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think this movie is very much in league with um, The Green Mile, and Mm -hmm. it's it's incredible. Um, Yeah, so- we did, five, we did that. Wraps up Kingmas.
0: High uh, five, Stephen.
2: We did wraps up Kingmas. I won't just lie to slapped you. Slapped right in his face. This this month has beat me pretty good. Really? Yeah. It was it, a mountain for you. It was a mountain. Like not necessarily that I had to uh, absorb all of this, mm-hmm. but I think the fact that I had to formulate opinion
1: about all of this is Actually, just. It's been a long month for me. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I like the fact that. Um, even though it was all Stephen King, mm-hmm. every story was extremely unique and different, yeah, yeah, like sure. widely different. Even though we watched two prison movies, like we talked about before, uh-huh. widely different, yeah. So, I thought that was cool.
2: If, in, in, uh, I guess, in the way you would, oh god, let me rephrase all this. <laughs> if, in the order, if you had to rank the Darabont, word garble <laughs> the Deribant movies. Hold on, let's do a clean cut. Yeah, if you had to rank the Darabont movies in order of how much you would recommend them to somebody, wh- how, what would be the
1: order for you?
0: What was Oh Stand by Me right now in the order uh, I would recommend them
1: the Darabont movies. What was the, um I would oh do, Mist. No. I was
0: thinking on the third one.
1: Green Mile, Shawshank, and then the Mist.
0: Green Mile first though.
1: Yeah, Green Mile first only because it's an easier movie to watch than Shawshank. Um, like Green Mile, like we had talked about before, the pacing so good in the Green Mile that it doesn't feel that long of a movie. I agree. But Shawshank does feel longer, even though it's roughly the same amount of time. I agree completely. Yeah, it's it's so that's the only reason I'd say like, hey, I think it's thirty get, minutes. Shorter. Do the Green Mile really? Yeah. yeah, Shawshank's
2: only an hour and a half. Green Mile's three hours.
1: Shawshank's like two hours
0: oh i did i say two and a half hours or? you just said an hour and a half
1: oh i meant to say two
0: and a half hours yeah oh, okay green miles a little longer yeah but yeah i would
1: say green mile first but shawshank is still the better story for me but i feel like um like people could get into the green mile more than i did you know i agree
2: um i i i choose the same score or
1: i choose the same rating it's I would recommend
2: The Green Mile, Shawshank, and The Menace. Same. Um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Next week, we are going to be doing the end of our first season.
0: We're we're killing 2021.
2: Oh, man. End of year review will be next week. That'll be our first week of January. Um, We'll be talking about all our favorite movies from this past season. All our favorite comic books and uh, some other extras. Yeah, maybe Maybe messing around. We don't like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. So come back for that. Um. Uh. As always, follow us on Instagram. That's in our show notes below. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We'll be reading all our five star reviews on there. Um. And you know, just keep keep being a a good a good crew of
0: kids. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. So, thank y'all so much for being here this year. We uh, we yeah. appreciate it so much. We'll say that a ton more uh, in the next episode. You hear it, but uh, we can't wait to uh, close out this wonderful, terrible year of twenty twenty one. So
2: it wasn't terrible. I got to start a podcast with my best friends.
1: There you
0: go. Oh, who's that?
1: Uh, Stephen yeah. King and,
0: and Chips and, Chips and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope that's going good for you. So we'll see y'all at the end, or we'll see y'all on another time. Bye bye. Get out. <laughs>